from the Hydrogen Media offices in Washington, D.C. This is the inaugural episode of EAH Deep Dive. Deep Dive is a podcast series that the Hydrogen Media team is producing in collaboration with the leading innovators and companies in the hydrogen economy of today to talk about how they are ensuring success for the hydrogen economy of tomorrow. I am Andrew Leadham, General Counsel at Biotech, and I am absolutely delighted to be hosting the first episode of EAH Deep Dive, which is supported and created in cooperation with the team at Enaptor. Enaptor is shaking things up in the hydrogen sector with their modular decentralized anion exchange membrane, AEM hydrogen platform. The company turned heads in energy circles with their recent IPO on the German stock exchange, and now they are scaling up operations to make decentralized hydrogen a core component of the energy transition. It is a pleasure to have with me, albeit virtually, the two co-founders of Enaptor, Vitea Cohen and Jan Eustace Schmidt who are calling in from Germany and Italy, respectively. We've got a lot of ground to cover and only so much time in which to cover it. So let's get this episode started. So Vitea and Jan, uh, it's a pleasure to have you guys with us today. And uh, if you could just begin by quickly uh, introducing yourselves, why don't we start with you, Vitea? Yeah, thanks a lot for having us today, Andrew. So my name is Vitea. I'm one of the co-founders of Enaptor, uh, calling in from our Berlin office and heading our communications today. Yeah, my name is Jan. I, I'm uh, co-founded Enaptor with Vitea and Sebastian at the end of 2017. Since then, I've been mostly based in our Pisa office in Italy. And uh, yeah, I, I run the day-to-day -day operations here, uh, taking care of all the technical topics, very much focused on R&D and product development, and of course, also um, on the scale-up uh, for our new manufacturing plant in Germany. Wonderful. And so guys, we've had an after on the Everything About Hydrogen podcast previously, almost a year ago, and uh, quite, a, quite a bit has changed since that, uh, that first appearance on the show. And so we're delighted to have you guys on uh, to talk a little bit more in depth on the deep dive series. And, you know, the way the way we're looking at this is that, you know, the world is beginning to realize the urgency of the climate situation. I'm happy to say that one of the largest and most important economies in the world has now joined that rejoined that climate conversation. But perhaps most pertinently in this situation, since we've had you guys on the show previously and after has gone public. So can you uh, maybe tell us a little bit about uh, how you see hydrogen fitting into the urgency of the moment and uh, where an after sees itself fitting into that equation? Yeah, absolutely. The urgency is, is undeniable, I think. So we, we are looking at trying to change our, our energy system and moving to a completely decarbonized energy system running and powered only by renewable energies. Urgency here is is really of the utmost importance. I mean, for an update, this has been clear since since we started. Urgency is actually one of the three guiding principles that we have established inside our company, uh, next to simplicity and transparency, because we, uh, yeah, we realize that you know there is no time to waste, and we have to use the technologies that are available today in order to solve the climate crisis. And well. Um, there's just no way to electrify everything. Hydrogen is absolutely required. If we have any chance of making zero carbon energy system by 2050, there's no way around hydrogen. And so you will need um, electrolyzer producers um, like Naptor uh, to, to produce this fuel for the whole world's energy demand, basically. And um, so we fit very nicely into this, into this story, obviously. And uh, we think that we will play a, a great part with our um, unique AEM technology here. 
And I think building off of that, uh, Jan, and Aptor's uh, technology fits into the evolution towards decentralized solutions, but perhaps you could walk us through how the products address the aggregated need for scale in a decentralized structure, but also uh, maybe walk us through a little bit of what AEM technology is and a little bit of background on that front as well. Yeah, absolutely. In, in the end, it is the core of the technology, of the AEM technology that um, provides us with a number of benefits that um, allow us to, to scale it in, in the way that, that we are planning to scale. At, at the core, the AEM technology is very, very similar to the more widely known PEM electrolyzers, proton exchange membrane electrolyzers, in that we have a solid polymeric membrane separating anode and cathode, and this uh, provides with us with a lot of benefits um, that also PEM electrolyzers have over the traditional alkaline. So we can ramp up and down in, in fractions of a second. Um, we have a very high degree of safety because the membrane always separates the oxygen and the hydrogen gases from another, and we can operate at differential pressure. So this is particularly important because the, the hydrogen that is produced from the cathode um, is already produced at a pressure of 35 bar and there are no other impurities except for water coming out from, from the stack. And so um, on the anode side, on the other hand, where we have water and oxygen, we're operating at atmospheric pressure. So actually this, this gives us great benefits in the balance of plant. The AEM electrolyzer doesn't need any, doesn't need any deoxos, it doesn't need any KOH scrubbers or other things. And we already produce directly compressed high purity hydrogen. And uh, on the on the water and oxygen side, um, you know, there's no pressure. We can work with very simple and low-cost uh, components to to build the balance of plant of our electrolyzers. This is what allows us to make a small unit cost-effective, essentially, and uh, and that's the key to the way that we plant that that we are scaling. So we we're doing it very differently from other companies. We're not building very uh, ever larger, singular, monolithic um, industrial plants to produce hydrogen, but instead we are making um, a mass producible, small commodity product that can be stacked to reach the, the sizes that we want. And so there's uh, there's different ways to, to, well, basically this allows us to serve both the decentralized small scale markets as well as the larger scale markets where many units are aggregated together. Um, this is basically the same as, as what happens in the IT industry or in the PV industry, where the most dramatic cost reductions happened from commoditization of standardized products. So in a data center nowadays, you have thousands of blade computers stacked together to reach to, to achieve great computing performance. In a solar power plant uh, nowadays, whether you're building a, a 10 kilowatt solar roof on your house or a one gigawatt solar plant in the desert, it's the same mass produced solar panel that fell off an automated factory um, line. And so our electrolyzers basically are following the same concept. One of our units of the standard electrolyzer can go into a into a single family home, or many, many, many of our units can be aggregated together to form large scale electrolyzers. So we we have our standard product, which is currently the EL 2.1, um, which is actually correctly sized for a single family home to provide seasonal energy storage, for example, and independence. But then we are also currently developing what we call the AEM multi-core. And uh, this will be a containerized solution for one megawatt electrolyzer. And it's made up of exactly the same stack modules that are also part of our standard EL. We are just combining 440 of them together in one, in one container. We share some of the components of the balance of plan to optimize the cost also on that regard. And by having a standardized mass produced component, we are actually able to offer this AEM multi-core 
at a lower cost than what a standard one megawatt PEM electrolyzer would cost um, with, all the, uh, with all the advantages that it provides. And so, yeah, we're really excited about this. And, uh, and yeah, of course, so we can't, get wait, can't wait to get started on mass producing these units. You know, one thing that I think is particularly interesting about an Aptor solution and as an offering and something that, uh, you know, the everyday user can, the, the everyday citizen uh, can relate to is that you guys are offering a software solution that allows you to manage your products remotely, even from a, even from a, uh, a smartphone, right? Which is, it's very different from what you see in a, <laughs> in a large, large swath of the energy world. So I was wondering if you could maybe talk a little bit about that aspect of the product as well. Absolutely. Thanks for asking. I mean, at Anaptor, we believe that the future of energy is both hardware and software, right? Because you need to be able to understand the performance of your entire energy setup. So we understood we're going to make an extremely efficient, low-cost modular electrolyzer, but we also need to enable our partners and our customers and our, our users to understand the performance of the electrolyzer and then to also easily integrate it into their entire energy setup. So it needs to be able to communicate right, with the other uh, components like the inverters, the batteries, the fuel cells, um, the storage tank as well, uh, so that you can then control it remotely uh, and also to then set up these rules so that it becomes more efficient and uh, knows how to, to behave to meet your own energy requirements. And uh, it's, uh, it's quite exciting to actually see our, our partners come back to us telling us how it's, it's, it's simplifying their, uh, not only their integration and making it more quick to integrate our electrolyzers, but also to then manage the system as a whole and uh, really to, to um, utilize green electricity in a much bigger way than they could without an uh, energy management system. Sure, sort of like uh, thinking of it as uh, part of the the smart home ecosystem, yeah, <laughs> if you will, <laughs> if that makes it more relatable. Yeah, no, that's it's a it's impressive, and you know one of the big announcements that I think you guys uh, wanted to talk about, and I think is uh, is big news in the in the hydrogen world, is that uh, Napter is building its first mass production facility in Germany, and uh, wonder if you guys could walk us. Uh, through that announcement, why now, what that process looks like, and what it's like for a new company having recently gone public and uh, making its name to go through that process of putting together uh, the plans and the rollout of a large mass production facility. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it is really exciting um, for us, uh, but in the end, it's, uh, for us, it's the next logical step. So we've been we've been planning this um, since the beginning. We've always been saying that we want to uh, create and uh, mass produce our electrolyzers, and it's absolutely a necessity. Uh, it ties in again um, with the urgency of the situation. We need to be in a position to deliver all these electrolyzers in order to have a chance against climate change, and in order for hydrogen to be able to be rolled out fast enough to to make a difference here. And um, yes, of course, it's a big announcement, and we we took a long time to select uh, the right location. And in the end, we, we settled on this climate commune of Saarbeck um, in Germany in, in northern Westphalia, which is which is really in a very exciting place to, to build up our mass, mass production facility. The the community, so the this town of Saarbeck actually already produces its own renewable electricity, and they cover more than 400% of the entire town's um, energy demand by their with their with the with the bioenergy park that they have built right next to their right next to their town. And so from day one, our entire production will 
will be completely fed only by locally produced renewable electricity uh, and also by locally produced um, energy. Uh, this is really important for us because, you know, in order to, to stop climate change, we have to also produce our machines in a green way, not just, you know, ensure that the, the hydrogen that produces green, but it starts from day one um, looking at the entire production cycle. So, so we've actually coined uh, this term life cycle impact zero to describe what we want to do at our facility. Um, basically looking at the complete production process of our device, looking at the complete life cycle of our device, you know, using renewable energy uh, and emit, not emitting any CO2 in the entire um, uh, process. And then of course, you know, producing green hydrogen and uh, decarbonizing all of the different applications um, in the energy world um, with our devices. You know, building off of that, if, if, if hydrogen is a game of scale, then uh, what is it about an Aptor's technology that gives you guys a competitive manufacturing edge? Oh, we can automate it. So basically, the fact that our machine is is very small, well, comparatively small, and and also comparatively simple, means that we we are actually able to automate almost the entire production process. Looking at starting from the chemical production of the of the catalyst materials, to the um, electrode membrane electrode assembly, um, assembling the stack. Um, and then also assembling the entire unit, almost all of these processes can be very easily automated. And in the end, uh, the, this is very important because it also allows us to be extremely flexible in our setup. It allows us to iterate very fast and to continue to improve the, the, both the product and the production um, at a very rapid rate. Of course, a lot of it is down to the core technology of, of this AEM um, electrolyzer that we have. But uh, the fact that actually we are building a, a small, quite easy to handle product makes scaling the manufacturing much easier. And this effort to scale Anapter's production capabilities will obviously require you guys to size up your team at the same time. And so I wonder if you guys could talk about how you're planning to build that workforce and uh, what it takes to meet that kind of demand. So our first offices are already open in Zabek, uh, and we have a team of 15 today, and we're still looking for yeah, more than 300 individuals so, you know, we're looking for chemists, we're looking for engineers. And uh, I think one of the first thing is also important to, to definitely find the right individuals, with the, the right attitude, and also who, who buy into the vision and who, who believe in what we're doing and in the direction that we're going into. But then when we ask ourselves, where are the engineers? Um, well, we, we actually found this community called uh, GrabCAD, right, which is uh, for CAD users, which is a, a 3D uh, technical drawing software. And so it's a mixed crowd of engineering students, but also more established uh, engineers. And we saw that they had some challenge running there. So we asked ourselves, well, what happens when we kind of challenge this community to come up with uh, some, some ideas around hydrogen? Let's get people to think about uh, how and where to use hydrogen. So we set our Anapter challenge, uh, which, um, which had the goal um, to design creative devices and systems for hydrogen applications that will power a green energy future. So these engineers could then get familiar with our electrolyzer technology, but also, yeah, open their mind up to, to, to hydrogen. And yeah, maybe just um, giving some, some ideas of, uh, of the submissions that we received. We have some long distance drones, also this supersonic hydrogen powered airliner, uh, a cooking stove burner to provide light. And my personal favorite is a hydrogen pizza oven. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, hey, even pizza, you know, pizza needs hydrogen too. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, so. What you're talking about, Vitae, I think is probably sits around what we kind of casually refer to 
uh, in the energy, in the tech field, well, pretty much any field, right? But the crazy ideas and the moonshots and uh, how, you know, if we're going, particularly in the energy field, the clean tech field, uh, if we're going to address climate change issues, if we're going to address the urgency of now, as it may be, it will require these crazy ideas, it will require these moonshots. And uh, I think that brings us nicely to uh, an initiative that you guys at ANAPTA are working on uh, called Generation Hydrogen. So I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about what that is and what ANAPTA is hoping to accomplish uh, you know, with, that, with that initiative. So Generation Hydrogen is a platform that's bringing together pioneers committed to rapidly scaling the use of green hydrogen. And the aim is to accelerate the exchange of ideas and knowledge we really want it to be and see it as a force to push green hydrogen via modular, decentralized and scalable solutions. So with Generation Hydrogen, we want to build a community of brilliant minds solving our generation's biggest challenges. So we share this strong sense of urgency and all of our energy, all our attention uh, are focused on fighting climate change. And in order to realize uh, this vision that we share, right, of a fossil fuel free future. So on our end, um, Anaptor contributes to the generation hydrogen and fully commits to this vision. And uh, we're providing one of the crucial building blocks, right, with our low cost modular electrolyzer. However, we're only one piece of the puzzle. We will need, um, many more technologies to, to scale green hydrogen and to deploy it uh, much, much quicker. And so ultimately we want to create an ecosystem of fast movers uh, and shakers that will inevitably uh, build this green hydrogen value chain and uh, bring the technologies to the market globally. Could you talk a little bit about what uh, Generation Hydrogen is offering in terms of be as a platform that makes it unique uh, from other you know, there may not be parallels or, or analogous platforms out there. This may be unique in and of itself. But I wonder if you guys could talk a little bit about what Generation Hydrogen will be offering uh, that other sort of similar platforms, if they exist in the innovation side of things, uh, do not offer. Well, to kick it off, we're going to launch a non-commercial event called Generation Hydrogen on May 19th. Uh, this May 19th in a couple of weeks. And it is centered around the theme of cutting edge hydrogen technologies. So it's 100% hardware, 0% bullshit. <laughs> Our idea is to really showcase what are those exciting trailblazing hydrogen technologies that will lead us uh, to this fossil fuel free world. That's kind of lacking, I feel like today in the, in the narrative of, of green hydrogen. We're hearing a lot about projections. We're hearing a lot about these intangible aspects of green hydrogen, but who are the people, right, that are like pushing these ideas forward? What are their technologies about? What do they believe in? What is the world they want to live in? And so we wanted to bring uh, those individuals, those teams together, whether they're from the academia sector or the institutes or also from the private sectors. And so we're hosting this marketplace of ideas to showcase uh, commercialized or recently developed more fringe hydrogen technologies that are exciting, relevant, and cutting edge. So for example, an unconventional use of hydrogen as a feedstock for food production or using hydrogen in a lunar environment. And so our aim is to really paint a more complete image of our hydrogen future by showcasing these hydrogen applications in many aspects of our daily life. On the day of, we'll also be announcing our Napture challenge winners. So that'll be quite interesting to see who's going to walk away <laughs> with, uh, with the prize and also hopefully some career opportunities. 
Um, but I think something that 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 does differentiate us from from others is also also the the tone that we're using. You know, it's the opposite of gloom and doom. Uh, there's enough of that out there as well, and we really want to showcase those available technologies that can make a significant impact. And in general, at Anapter, we like to keep it real. We're acting with urgency, simplicity, and transparency, and we're inviting all of those people with this mindset and passion for green hydrogen to join us. So ultimately, Generation Hydrogen is a diverse community, and it's a collaborative and inclusive space, and we exist to cross-pollinate to make impact. Our community members are ambitious, and they're excited about green hydrogen and are ready to take action. Well, I can think of uh, no better way to uh, to conclude the conversation than around the tagline uh, "100% hardware, 0% bullshit." So I think <laughs> I think that's uh, that's really <laughs> fantastic, and I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing uh, what comes out of Generation Hydrogen and really, really impressive things coming out of Anapter, guys. So I uh, want to you know thank you very much for coming on the show and uh, for being uh, the inaugural the inaugural guests on uh, on deep dive so this has been a, an absolute pleasure and thank you both thank you for having us thank you for having us and that's a wrap on our first episode of EAH Deep Dive. A huge thank you to the team at Anapter for their input and work putting this episode together. And an even bigger thanks to Vitea and Jan, the co-founders of Anapter, for being so gracious with their time. 2021 is looking to be another big year for the clean energy sector, and Anapter is one of the companies at the forefront of clean energy innovation. So we look forward to hearing more from them going forward. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you'll join us again next time.